right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're not doing a regular episode, we are doing a special episode. This is one of our monthly trailer roundups that we do, where Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year joins me, and instead of just covering one movie, we take a look at trailers for a whole bunch of movies coming up in the new month. So we will be looking at a bunch of movies coming up in August. So, before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts, follow us on social media at PiecingPod, and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. Also, before we get to the conversation, as I always do on these trailer episodes, we got to take a look back really quickly at last month's episodes of Piecing It Together and get into some listener puzzle pieces. I've got a bunch this month. So starting it off, uh, Asteroid City, which Jason Harris was the guest on. Uh, I got a few puzzle pieces for that one. Uh, Josie DeMarco said October Sky, Joe Dante's Matinee, Joe Dante's Explorers, and The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant comes up again later in another listener puzzle piece. Uh, but then the Vern from Cinema Recall mentioned Ghost World, which I haven't seen in so long. I got to revisit that one of these days. Um, and Joe Black mentioned Far From Home and The Vast of Night. The Vast of Night is one that was on my mind. Uh, I did not include on the episode, but I was thinking about that one. So definitely I can see that. Uh, moving on to Oppenheimer, which... We did do a live episode on this past month. It was a great time, and we'll be doing a live episode in August. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Mike Prevat said The Iron Giant. Like I said, The Iron Giant was coming up again. And then Pete Abeda from Middle Class Film Class mentioned Memento, The Tree of Life, which we did get into some Malik, but, uh, you know, that's fine. More, more Malik, of course. And uh, Amadeus. Amadeus is amazing. I love that. Absolutely. And then Joe Black mentioned Mank, uh, which I was also thinking about, but uh, another one that it was kind of on the back of my mind that I didn't quite get into when we were doing the episode. So definitely another good one from Joe Black there. Uh, then moving on to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Pete Abeda again. Uh, he mentioned Get Smart with some of the camp factor and the jokey moments. Uh, I like that. That's a great one. And Rocky Balboa because Sly and Tom Cruise are both pushing 60 in these movies but holding their own physically. And For sure. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, the Vern from Cinema Recall mentioned Super Cop and accompanied that with a Jackie Chan gif. I love that. And Joe Black mentioned Oblivion, a movie I know I saw. Obviously Tom Cruise, but I don't remember anything about it, but he said that Tom Cruise literally says fuck you to an AI on that movie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that fits perfectly. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Barbie, which was the most recent episode at the time of this recording. The Vern, again, uh, he mentioned Promising Young Woman and Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story. And Joe Black, again, back with The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, which I don't think I've ever seen Um but I don't know. I wonder, would that be a good movie? I, I Maybe I should watch that one day. We'll see. But uh, those are our listener puzzle pieces. As always, I love hearing from you guys. So uh, if you have any pieces for movies we cover in August, please do send them in. And with that said, let's get to our August trailers. It's time for another month of trailers. Jason Harris is back with us. Jason, how's it going? Dave. 
I am sitting here in Las Vegas in 171 degree heat. Just great, Dave. Just great. I think you're reading... Uh, comprehension is a little off there but it is hot as hell though and i hate it and it's terrible and every day is awful but i'm excited about a bunch of but that movies. has nothing to do with the heat <laughs> yeah Dave. exactly uh yeah so we're gonna talk about a bunch of trailers as we always do each month and you know a few months ago i i had set a record for myself of uh not having watched like any of the movies except for like one or two but i just beat that record this month because in July, I watched none of the main 10 movies that we covered last month, which is just... That can't be true. It's the truth. We did a little speed round at the end where we talked, of course, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Barbie, but our main 10, where we did our whole like two or three puzzle pieces a piece based off the trailer, didn't see any of them. Let's find out if you watched any of these. Okay, I don't even remember them, uh, but I will say beforehand, I hope you enjoyed July because... Based on the trailers for August, it has gone down the tubes fast. Yeah, Hollywood uh, loves to like load up like one weekend with all the good stuff and then just like, oh, I don't know what to put out now. But uh, they did it. <laughs> but anyway, last month we talked about Joyride, which I still haven't had a chance to see, but I've heard is great. Most people seem to love it. Great? You've heard it's great? I have heard it's great. For most people I know that have seen it, really, really liked it. I haven't seen it. I've heard it's good. I haven't heard it's great. But then again, I'm not the idiot who gave Fast X four and a half stars on Letterboxd. We're not going to hear the end of this until like sometime, maybe 2026. <laughs> we'll, we'll stop hearing this. When you give Fast 17 <laughs> five stars on Letterboxd. Next up was The Outlaws, which I thought looked really funny. Never got around to it. I haven't heard a single person talk about you it. You didn't hear it's great? No, I didn't hear this one's great. I didn't even hear that this one even exists. So it's on Netflix. It you is ever on. watch Netflix? I, I do watch Netflix occasionally. What, what do you watch there? You watch Love is Blind? I haven't I, I haven't actually I'm actually that's a good uh point. I don't know if I still have Netflix because I was sharing an account with my parents, so I mm. might not have Netflix anymore. I don't know. Uh, that is uh apropos, Dave. You disgust me. <laughs> I would never share an account with my parents, but that's only because my brother gave me his password before them. Nice, nice. Maybe I could share your brother's. Uh, next up is The Lesson, which, hey, I heard is great, but I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. I tried to see it. I actually had a screener link for it, and it ran out before I could. Nah, so. Damn. Uh, dang. Uh, Biosphere was next, which I heard was good. Uh, didn't see it, though. I don't, did that come out here even? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure where it came out. Uh, but the next one also isn't out here yet. Theater Camp. It's supposed to come out this coming week. Uh, but yeah, not here yet. Bird Box Barcelona. The Bird Box sequel I had no intentions of watching. Uh, are, are, you, I, are you clipping your fingernails over there? What's going oh, on? Oh, you see this? I have a little basketball hoop game. I'm trying to shoot baskets let, while you talk. Let, let's not do that during a <laughs> podcast, please. <laughs> I made the shot. That's good to hear. Uh, <laughs> aside from making that shot, did you watch Bird Box Barcelona? And I've never seen either of the Bird Boxes. I can't wait for theater camp. I'm still very excited about that one. Okay, good. I, see, I can't even blame you. You know, I see that you haven't seen a lot of these movies. I mean, yes, you could have watched Bird Box or The Outlaws on Netflix, but a lot of these haven't come out here yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is true. Uh, they cloned Tyrone. I planned on watching yesterday, but I didn't get around to it. Uh, I really want to, though. I started it yesterday. Okay. I just haven't had a chance to finish it yet, but I'm enjoying it. And uh, 
Jamie Foxx, man, is just going for it in this thing. Nice. I'm looking forward to that one. I'll probably watch it this week. Uh, Sympathy for the Devil, also not out yet, comes out this week. Talk to Me comes out this week, and The Haunted Mansion comes out this week. So I, I don't know. All these movies were like super backloaded. Obviously, like I already said, we had the Barbenheimer weekend, which just happened. Uh, and those we didn't cover in our main 10, but I uh, mentioned that they were coming. And of course, we've already done Piecing It Together episodes on. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Everything seems to be towards the end of July and didn't... Get what well, was your favorite of the big three of the uh you know the barbenheimers and the mission impossibles probably barbie but it's close with oppenheimer um i the big shock of the year is that mission impossible did not do very well and really was just fine like i i really liked it you know it's still a mission impossible movie but far from the best one yeah it's it's good the stunts are good it's way too long but um you know, are we just at the point of MI fatigue like we are with Marvel fatigue, I wonder. Yeah. So because it was good, like it's just like but Fallout was so amazing, it's yeah. tough to like go back. I agree. I agree. Well, let's start getting into some August movies, starting with one that we just threw on at the last minute here, Shortcomings. Uh it'll be in theaters August 4th, and it's the directorial debut from Randall Park. Uh, based on a graphic novel, it's this cute-looking relationship dramedy about a film nerd and his unlucky love life, I guess you could say. Uh, I, it looks really fun. Yeah, it looks good. Um, you know, I think uh, it's quippy and sharp and uh, all the things that don't matter in the box office anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. um, But I'm excited to see it. It uh, definitely had a little Scott Pilgrim-y feel, obviously, based on a graphic novel mm-hmm. there. and kind of with this forlorn love story. Um, And then uh, at one point it looks like the woman makes the man pretend to be her her boyfriend because she's dating a woman and doesn't want the parents to know. So it kind of reminded me of the proposal with Sandra Bullock. Not that that was exactly the same setup, but uh, you know, the pretending and the whatnots. Okay. Right on. Uh, I, I, I hate to do this, but I put two different Kevin Smith movies for mine. I put Clerks uh, because this guy is such a film nerd. And actually, uh, the the top review on Letterboxd for this movie so far, because it did premiere earlier this year at Sundance, uh, said Ben would have would have the most insufferable Letterboxd account and gave it four stars. Uh, but th- that just reminds me of, like characters from Clerks. And then the lesbian best friend and the a lot of sexual confusion I thought of Chasing Amy. So uh, a bunch of Kevin Smith in here. And Rich- Did you know I just rewatched Chasing Amy yesterday? How did it hold up? Um, it's what's so interesting about it because uh, I'm off to a film festival this week and they're showing that documentary Chasing Chasing yeah, Amy. So yeah. I wanted to rewatch it. I loved Chasing Amy when it came out. I think like it's all right now and a lot, a lot of some of it is like, hey, society's moved so far forward that this all in a way seems dated. Right. You know, and that's not Kevin Smith's fault by any means. But then there is like all this stuff. Kevin Smith, not a subtle filmmaker there, you know. (laughs) So like, you know, just like stuff like when say Jay and Silent Bob appear and then you get like a jazzy riff (laughs) and then like, hey, look, it's our favorite characters. And just some stuff like that. Also, why does everyone call everyone Potser? I don't ever remember anyone saying the word Potser ever in the 90s. Kevin Smith loves his inside jokes, basically, I guess. But speaking of that documentary, I met the director, Sav Roger. Uh, he he moved here to Vegas recently, and uh, he's really cool, and um, I'm really looking forward to that film. It's supposed to be great. 
Nice. I'm excited. Uh, you know, this is really good podcast content, but you should hit him up and tell him if he's going to be at that film festival that we should link up. I will do that. Let's move on to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem from director Jeff Rowe, who co-wrote and co-directed The Mitchells vs. The Machines, which was awesome. And this is his directorial debut Uh, and written by him, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So it's got a lot of great people behind the scenes here. Uh, It's got some really cool animation to it. It is, you know tried and true ip that we're probably a little sick of at this point but i don't know it might be really fun i like the animation that like kind of paper style of it and everything and that brought me to uh captain underpants and the comics that the kids make there george and uh what's the other kid's name george and uh i never actually watched that movie so oh yeah well scarlet used to read the books too george and harold so i picked that um I also thought like there's definitely that element of like the last Spider-Man, especially the first Spider-Man the, uh, you know, uh, what was the first across the multiverse one that he did? Into the Spider-Verse. I mean. Yeah, that definitely had that New York like underground feel. And then, um, you know, X-Men because the mutants are going to rule kick ass because they're kids. I mean, it looks fun. But again, I agree. I'm tired of this stuff. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, I also, of course, had the Spider-Verse movies. I think that's like the number one main thing. The other thing I thought of was mid-90s, the uh, Jonah Hill directed skateboarding movie. Lots of 90s hip hop culture in there. And uh, that factors heavily into the Turtles personalities. So um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm Are re- you? You're looking forward to it? I, I kind of am. Kind of am. This is like... Uh, Nah, okay, maybe not. Anyway, I, I am looking forward to the next movie on our list. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. I'm looking forward to Meg 2, The Trench. And let it be said, I was looking forward to the first The Meg, and it was a total disappointment. It sucked. But I, I have this weird feeling that they got it right this time. Uh, part of the reason is it's directed by Ben Wheatley, who is not the kind of director you would expect to make a big, dumb, campy shark movie. Uh, but he must have had a vision for this thing because it looks so ridiculous. Jason Statham's back, of course. There's more monsters now, not just the shark, and uh, I, it just looks ridiculous. Yeah, that is very strange that Ben Wheatley is uh, directing this here, um, but uh, I also think it looked fun. I didn't see the first Meg. I know you know, pretty much the, it made a lot of money, but a lot of people said what you said that it's just like doesn't come together there in any ways. Yeah. But this looks fun. Like, you know, there's an underground prehistoric world with an even bigger Meg in there and everything. And hey, why not? Why not, Dave? <laughs> why so. not, indeed? What do you got for pieces? Well, I mean, Lake Placid, I love uh, that one with uh, Betty White, the foul mouthed Betty White, sure. where they're fighting off the, uh, the gator or whatnot. So, um, and then of course you could. It looks, uh, I put Pacific Rim and Godzilla, and then for the Lost World element, I had Fern Gully, the land of the time forgot. Mm, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I had Godzilla versus Kong, which you know that I love, but yeah, all that monster on monster action. And then the best campy in on the joke monster movie there is, Piranha 3D from Alexandra Aha. Uh, he totally understood the assignment there, and hopefully Ben Wheatley does too, so... We will see. Uh, Next up is Gran Turismo in theaters August 11th. Neil Blomkamp directing uh, this very strange-looking video game movie that's not exactly an adaptation of the game, but based on this true story, apparently, where a gamer was recruited because of how good he is at the Gran Turismo video game. 
uh it looks terrible but i don't know yeah they brought a bunch of gamers and this kid was the best one and david harbour's in there and is that uh, orlando bloom who's playing the uh owner of the thing yeah it doesn't look good i give you that dave that's the end of my review on it had you heard of this story like is this a real thing do you have any idea I had never heard of the story, but I did see the preview at a movie and I was like, all right, well, at least it's a different take on it, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, what do you got for so. pieces? Uh, pieces for me, uh, The Wizard, which uh, sure. with Fred Savage, you know, yep. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Woods, <laughs> and Ben Savage, I believe. Uh, I put Gamer because that was a, a situation, what's real and what's a game speaking of Jason Statham. Um and then uh, Days of Thunder for my race car movie and The Rookie, because this is one of those like the, oh, what a crazy sports story type thing. So I went with The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. Absolutely. I figured you could kind of put any racing movie, the Days of Thunder, Ford v. Ferrari, a- anything with lots of racing going on. Uh, then the other thing I had kind of goes along with, you know, Gamer maybe, but Tron uh you know a game a gamer being brought into the world of the game basically um but yeah i i just don't know what to make of this one but hey you know neil blumkamp is somebody i i feel like i'm always looking forward to him doing another great movie i don't know if this is it but i'm at least gonna watch it so i mean there's only one right there's only one good one so you know hopefully there'll be another one at some point there you go next up is the last voyage of the demeter is that you say it demeter uh I think so, dude. Yeah, it's a prequel to Dracula. Uh, It's based on one chapter of the original Dracula book, um, and it'll be in theaters August 11th, and I'd never read Dracula. Um, I haven't seen Dracula Uh, forever. I don't know how to read. That's true. Um, I don't know anything about this. All I know is that the the director uh, made that movie Troll Hunters, which I didn't see, but I've heard like is just nuts and really, really fun. So... I, yeah, I heard good things about that. But I mean, this, you know, the good thing about this is like we see so many incarnations of Dracula. And this at least is like, hey, it's Dracula on a boat in the middle of nowhere. So they have nowhere to run from it. And like, at least it's a different setup for it. Sure, right. Exactly. So it's it's a different take on it. And and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are really psyched about this one. It could be fun. I mean, I went with uh, kind of ideas like that where you're trapped in a place with the bad element and you can't do anything and i think ghost ship was you remember that movie ghost sure. ship so, yeah and then uh by uh the descent where they like spelunk and they're in the cave with those underground vampire type things that's a good one yeah and he kind of looks like that too like the creature design here so did you know there were two movies that year that was 2005 that were like about going into a cave and like finding the other one was called the cave, the cave. You know? yeah that's yeah. right i do remember that yeah, that does happen here and there. But uh, yeah, good good ones. I uh, I had Morbius, of course, because we are introduced to Jared Leto's Morbius uh, at, on a boat, and he kills everybody on the boat. Uh, so he got that. But then another one, obviously too new because it is from this year, but I, I just thought it would be a good one to bring up. If you're looking forward to this movie, you should check out Project Wolf Hunting. I don't want to give away what happens in the movie, but let's just say if this trailer appealed to you, you should watch Project Wolf. I don't even know what that movie is. It's a Korean film. It's action horror, and it is just super, super over the top. Mm. Can you do? A, can you like act out a scene for us? <laughs> is that good? 
That was great. All right, cool. Usually it's me doing impressions on these podcasts, so I really enjoyed hearing you do one. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Next up, Jules will be in limited release on August 11th. It stars Ben Kingsley in this uh, little comedy about an old, quiet guy in a small town who has an alien crash land in his backyard. It looks really weird, but it's kind of like one of those big swings of a movie where it's like you kind of have to buy in or else it just all falls apart. And I like when a movie like at least tries something like that. I am ex- I mean, I'm not going to say excited, but I'm glad like we talk about this every month, how like, you know, old people doing big things is this kind of fun subgenre. Yeah. Although not all the movies are fun in it. And this one is uh, this looks fun. I mean, have we done one yet where like, uh, was it like red or something like that uh where like you know a bunch of old uh action heroes have to get back together yeah. not like expendables but i mean like old yeah you know, old, have old. they done one like that yet i don't think so but uh yeah, yeah. no Wait, there's the pitch yeah, for all the executives listening um yeah no this looks fun because it is like you know small town uh good cast jane Curtin's in there yeah. right and uh it looks like a lot of good actors and they have this alien and Ben Kingsley. It's always nice to see him. I thought of, uh, we mentioned it recently, Robot and Frank, the movie where uh, Frank Langella gets a robot and, oh, yeah. you know, goes on wacky adventures with them and uh, really for stealing. Not that this is the same thing. I thought of Paul yeah. speaking of Seth Rogen, the, their little alien movie. And then uh, that, that those are what I thought of, Dave. Those were the two. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. I also had Paul on my list, too. I uh, didn't really like that movie, but uh, maybe this will be a better version of that kind of a story. Uh, the other thing I had, this might be a totally like different kind of thing, but uh, Bernie, the Richard Linklater movie with Jack Black, just this kind of small town oddball vibe where like everybody in the town is kind of weird. And, uh, you know, just, just that kind of a vibe going on. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Our next one, oh boy, Heart of Stone, Netflix, August 11th. It's the latest, like, big, over-budgeted action movie of the month. Uh, this one stars Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan. Is this all Gal Gadot does now? Yeah, I think so, pretty much. She's just a spy in every movie, right? Yeah. The weird thing about this movie, like this trailer in particular, um, as I was watching it, it's like a two minute long trailer. The the effects get progressively worse as the trailer goes on. Like there, towards the end, there was like an explosion that looked like it was just inserted onto the screen. I, I just couldn't believe it. I lost interest in the trailer, so I had to go back and rewatch it because I was so bored with it. Yeah. And then like, I was like, wait, is this a movie? This just feels like we took like, eight cliches and use them as dialogue and then put, like you said, an explosion behind each one of them. So, I mean, and it's funny because it says like from the producers of mission impossible, dead reckoning. And I'm like, this is literally the same plot from what I can tell. (laughs) Right. Like, you know, she joins an agency with no allegiance to any government, but only to keep the world safe. Mm -hmm. Right. And the other one uh, that I thought that was in there was, um, with that was like there what the, oh if you there whatever program computer program it is called the heart if you control the heart you control the world right yeah. like literally that's the whole thing that's right mission of impossible, the mission the impossible right yeah yeah so i had those two uh, uh and like at one point i think like one of the bosses is like we get the best angels from all over the world and it's like yes um, how how should we hang a lantern on this charlie's angels like 
take here. Yeah, that works, I guess. Uh, yeah, I also, of course, just lazily wrote Mission Impossible down. Uh, also, Salt, the Angelina Jolie action movie. I just wanted to throw something else in there. Uh, but yeah, it, it just seems so tried and true and like just the, the same old thing. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, Netflix seems okay with just doing these over and over again. And eh, I don't know. I mean, I feel less about Netflix and more about like, what is this it for Gal Gadot? Is this what we're doing from now on? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Next up in theaters, August 18th is Blue Beetle, the latest DC superhero. And this poor movie just seems so doomed. Uh, estimates right now are saying that it's going to make like $14 million off of an $80 million. It looks budget. terrible, dude. It, it looks garbagey. It looks really bad. And uh, I, I feel bad for it because it just, it, it seems like they're trying to do something, but it's just. I don't feel bad for anything. Any superhero movie yeah. or any DC movie uh, specifically. I mean, I feel like. You know, they've almost been like, yeah, we know they're not that good, but we're going to try to make them better type thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So but they this looks just so bad and it looks uh, like Shazam, almost like the same kind of like, oh, you're a superhero. And now you got to figure out what to do. Like, dude, we get it. Like boring. Move on. You know, yeah, so yeah. Um, I uh, I yes. So actually, I put um uh, again, like, you know, these are all like like spider-man style origin i put captain marvel because that was my least favorite marvel movie and i was like this reminds me of how bad that's gonna be Perfect. so yeah. um and then i thought like there seemed to be a robot versus robot fight so i went with t2 like giving it the benefit of the doubt there but wow. it's not going to be t2 it's not going to be bumblebee all the things that you could compare it to it just looks like garbage and it, it it'll be lucky to make any money because it doesn't deserve it screw you maybe it's great i don't know <laughs> yeah fair enough uh i put the mask the jim carrey movie because the mask just attaches itself to him and then he, he can't control it uh also venom the tom hardy superhero movie because he can't control it and he's not good at being a superhero uh and then upgrade the movie that looked like a sci-fi version of venom even with that star who i can't think of his name right now but he looks just like tom hardy so uh anyway yeah i i don't know this movie is just not gonna do well i have a bad feeling but it is what it is uh next up I, i'm gonna just mention these even though uh we couldn't find any trailers uh there's a few movies here please don't destroy the uh the snl comedy trio they have a movie that's supposedly still coming out August 18th, but there's no trailer for it. I thought they moved that to like Thanksgiving only on Peacock or something. They like they that. moved it to only on Peacock, but supposedly it was still supposed to be August 18th as the date. So I don't know why there's no trailer. Uh, also, you had mentioned you are so not invited to the bar mitzvah, the new Adam Sandler. The bot mitzvah. Oh, the bot the mitzvah. Bot. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, but th this one also no trailer. It'll be on Netflix August 25th, supposedly. Then there was a couple that were moved to 2024. They listen and lift. So, uh, yeah, just also uh, Vacation Friends 2, no trailer, uh, which is August 25th on Hulu. So I guess that brings us to our last one, uh, Bottoms, which will be in limited release on August 25th. It's the new movie from Emma Seligman, who directed Shiva Baby a couple years ago. Uh, this is also starring Rachel Sinat, who was the star of Shiva Baby, and is written by the both of them. It's about a bunch of girls 
who are looking to hook up with other girls, so they start a fight club. And it looks fun. It looks yeah. great. I can't wait for this one. Um, it, it has a lot yeah, of great this... buzz out of. Uh, I think it was Sundance. Sundance or South by Southwest. But, yeah, uh, yeah, this to me is the one I'm most looking forward to this month. Me too. Uh, I, I like Shiva Baby. I didn't love it, but it's like at least it's she's doing like really cool original stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, if you ever listen to some interviews with her, she just like almost willed that movie yeah. you know into happening you know like i'm just gonna keep going till i make it and then um here i am on your podcast always asking your listeners for money to make a movie and uh, they treat me like garbage <laughs> like slop so maybe, maybe that's uh, because you hated blue beetle before it even came out if you had just you guys, pretended to like it you know i could be piecing it together as emma seligman <laughs> what would that even mean you want to start a fight know. club with me yeah, just so we could bang each other. Oh, boy. That sounds <laughs> exciting. Uh, what do you have for pieces? I mean, it looks funny. I thought of another uh, movie from Sundance a few years ago, Sell on the Spades, which was a cool movie. Uh, I didn't love it per se, but I liked it about like, you know, gangs running, rival gangs running in a private school. That was sure. a fun movie. Um, and then this said uh, it's the most raunchy or that, that was in the preview like rolling stone called it the raunchiest comedy of the 21st century and uh it's all about getting laid and uh so i went back to some classic teen comedies porkies and risky business nice both both great ones if if this is what uh this is inspired by i will be very excited um you know you got to throw fight club in there i mean come on but well uh, they mentioned fight club a hundred times yeah. so that's why i didn't throw it in you got it though we're talking about trailers so uh also bodies 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 uh a, a another a24 type thing that like really makes fun of like gen z attitudes so uh that was the other thing that i was thinking about there uh but then yeah of course all of like the great teen sex comedies and stuff like that this is like a you know, a 21st century Gen Z twist on all that stuff. So well, that's um, uh, Io at a Berry, right? In there, the from uh, she's playing the uh, the second, the uh, other lead, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know what what is she from. She's from the Bear, which is oh, literally. Okay. Do you not watch the Bear? I don't. We watched the first episode and we never uh, continued. Dude, it's the best show this year, no doubt in my mind. So right. she's also in. Uh, yeah, she's also in um, the the Turtles movie. I think she plays. Uh, April O'Neil or oh, whatever. Right so, on. Very yeah. cool. Well, yeah. yeah, that's her in Bottoms. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, the other two things I was just going to mention. Uh, first of all, Back on the Strip and White Bird, A Wonder Story. Those were movies that we covered on trailer episodes months ago. They got delayed, and now they're finally coming out in August. So, hey, go back to those episodes. Yes! Find out what we said about those. And then, of course, on August 17th, back at Maya Cinema's I'm doing another live piecing it together episode, this time on Strays, the raunchy talking dog comedy starring Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell. Uh, I'm so excited about this movie. Am I on this podcast, <laughs> no, Dave? No, you're not on this one, but hopefully you'll Why be do you there. Keep, you keep screwing me out of these podcasts. What happened? You're busy beating up robots and stuff. I don't know. Uh, come see BattleBots. <laughs> Oh, Jason, is there a movie you watched recently you want to recommend to our listeners? I actually saw a lot of cool movies uh, from this past, uh, I mean, in this past month that uh, if you want, I'll recommend two of them. Do it. Let's do it. All right. The first is Four Lions. Do you know about this movie? I watched this back when it came out. Yeah, it's really good. It's wild, right? So I know Jesse Armstrong uh, was involved, who we love from Succession. But uh, 
the idea is uh, four Muslim men in uh, in England decide they want to become suicide bombers, and it's like a uh, mockumentary spoof. And uh, I, again, this is from 2010. You think they could make this one today? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but it would be a tough tough sell for sure. It's very funny. Yeah, it is very funny. It is. So and they and they just go for it. I compared it to like Man Bites Dog. Um, nice. and then, uh, I watched, uh, Barcelona, the Witt Stillman movie. Ever see that movie? No, I don't, I don't know if I know what that is. Do you know, do you know Witt Stillman Metropolitan? Oh, okay. No, I, I've never seen it though, but no. I'm a huge, I mean, Metropolitan's awesome. I love that. But Witt Stillman is just like this. He's only made like six movies, uh, from like 1990 on. And he's very like erudite and smart. And he's just kind of does his like own thing. Barcelona is kind of based on, I think, uh, so, uh, an aspect of his life where he was just like a 20 something living in Barcelona and learning how to date and be an adult and everything. It's it's pretty fun. I mean, it's good. Like, he's just a unique filmmaker. Right on. Maybe I'll check that out. 1994. We could have done that on Awesome Movie or Barcelona. I mean, no, the one to do is if we do 1990 and do Metropolitan. Okay. That's so awesome. Nice. Yeah. I, I could see us doing that one of these years. Well, I speaking of speaking, he's back to his it. basketball game. <laughs> do not do that during our Awesome Movie <laughs> recording, please. Uh, speaking of Awesome Movie year, uh, what do we got going on over there? Dave, uh, we are finishing 1975. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I stake my claim. This is the most awesome of movie years that we've ever covered. I feel like this is just the most stacked year. And uh, it's uh, we're basically finishing that up. And then we move to another stacked year that we've already plotted out. And I think maybe you're the most excited that you've been about the upcoming season. Oh. This could be your most favorite year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a big one. Absolutely. I'm very excited. And uh, yeah. yeah, I can't believe like our bonus episode, which is the audience poll uh, audience choice for night uh, for the next season has it's three of the biggest movies of that decade of all time, which I don't think we've ever done as a bonus choice. Like, but we should be covering all three, probably. We really should. I, I have this strange feeling that you guys are going to just cave and decide to do all three. But we'll I already, I'm in. I'm, I've caved. Let's do it. So. <laughs> all right, on Jason, where can people find you? Dave, we're talking about Letterboxd. I'm not go for Jason. I would like a few more followers along with your money. So <clears> follow <throat> me, send me money. Uh, and then I'm Jason Harris Comedy or J. Harris Comedy on all the uh, socials. And I'm also uh eat this comedy on uh the websites perfect jason as always thanks for being here we'll talk to you again soon. do you love rom-coms do you wish you could talk about christmas movies year round then we have the perfect podcast for you hallmarkies podcast throughout the year we cover all things romance holiday and hallmark including recaps of every hallmark show like when calls the heart and the way home you can also get loads of bonus content covering shows like Bridgerton, Sweet Magnolias, and, and just like that. We are an all-female group of friends who are passionate for these shows and movies and give our honest opinions as well as gush over what we love so much. But that's not all. Every Monday, there are interviews with all your favorite actors, writers, directors, and more. Check out Hallmarkies Podcasts on all your podcast providers and on YouTube. That's Hallmarkies Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in August we will hopefully cover some of those. We are for sure going to be covering Strays because 
Remember, we have a live show coming up back at Maya Cinemas on Strays. It will be on Thursday, August 17th, 7 p.m. Maya Cinemas here in Las Vegas. I've got joining me for that one, Tony Gonzalez. It'll be her first time on the show. The Potastic Friends, an amazing uh, animal foundation here in Las Vegas. And my mom, Sunny Rosen. Uh, it's going to be a very silly, ridiculous show for a very silly, ridiculous movie. Um, I am very excited about it. So we will have, uh, actually, by the time this goes up, the tickets should be available. So uh, check the website, tickets, as well as an enter to win to win some tickets like we've done with all of these previous live shows. And I hope to see you there. And of course, we'll cover a bunch of other movies during the month of August on the podcast. So, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. You can, of course, follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And don't forget, we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, awesome movie year, and from my music career. Lots of great stuff over there at patreon.com slash Rosen. And let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. Actually, I'm in the middle of redoing my studio, so I am hopefully going to be done with that by the time this goes up, and then I will be able to go full steam ahead into making some new music. But uh, I just recently released a album of songs about my dogs and cats called The Pup Pups, and I'm going to play a song from there. Uh, this is a song called Another Me from The Pup Pups about... My dog, Sadie Pup. Rest in peace, Sadie Pup. Uh, but I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. I'm sorry that I didn't sleep in bed last night. I'm sorry that I didn't do the things you said. I'm sorry that I went and stole some of your socks. And I hit them with me down underneath the bed.
<laughs> An All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.